Good morning. Every so often, the church gives us a particular theme for the weekend. And so the theme this weekend is called Good Shepherd Sunday. We heard about that in the gospel passage. And so this week, I was sitting down with the, the readings, and I was praying through them and reflecting on them. And I kept having this reoccurring thought of this experience that I had with some of my friends. Uh, uh, some of my friends are recovering alcoholics, and I've noticed those who've made some progress in their healing of their heart, that they have this really refreshing air about them. They, they come across as just uh, these, these wonderful men and women, and uh, they, they tend to celebrate your success. They tend to encourage excellence, but in a way that doesn't expect you to be perfect right now, and they tend to be very gentle. I, I assume that's part of what they have learned through the 12-step program and, and meeting every week. Um, but it's really refreshing, and I, I really like being in their presence because it brings out the best in me. And I assume that part of the reason is that they, they've learned to have mercy upon their own hearts, which has enabled them to have mercy upon other people. Now, I was thinking about that because I think it's connected to today's gospel passage, and I'll, I'll get back to that experience. But in the gospel today, Jesus identifies himself as the good shepherd. And the good shepherd has two basic qualities that he, he, he talks about. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And now I think we would think a person would be pretty crazy if they laid down their life for their goldfish or their hamster, right? You know, if we have a goldfish that dies, we just flush it down the toilet. Or, you know, if you have a hamster, you throw it in the ravine. But just as there is a, a big difference between a person and their little pet, there's an infinite difference, of course, between God and his people. And nevertheless, God is so wonderful that he loves us that he would die for us, and he laid down his life for his friends, for us. So that's the first quality. The second quality he says here is that he knows his sheep and his sheep know him, that he knows our voice and we know his voice, and that he, he's completely interested and fascinated by our lives. Even when we make mistakes, he doesn't draw away, he draws close, and that he knows our minds, he knows our thoughts, he knows our hearts because he's the good shepherd. So we get this description of the good shepherd, and it brought to mind another description of shepherds that we hear about in the prophet Ezekiel. The prophet Ezekiel is now, he's, he's speaking to those who are bad shepherds, and he says this, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourself with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed. The injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the wild beasts. So we get this description, this kind of the, the good shepherd, the bad shepherd, and, and since our Lord is in us, and we are in the Lord, he lives out his mission to be a good shepherd to the world through us. But of course, if we're honest with ourselves, we know we're imperfect. We often fall short. We lack charity from time to time. We have our own failings and faults. And so this is an invitation, I think, this, this gospel today is an inv invitation for us to think about how we do or how do we respond when we fall short of being that good shepherd, living up to the standard, the objective standard of love that Jesus shows us. How do we respond to other people? It's the pagan that wants to seek revenge when they are offended. But it's the Christian who wants to help people, when they're offended by others, 
to, to bring them up, to, to raise them up so they can go to a, a greater place. We want to see God's glory in them. And so this brings me back to the thought about my friends who are recovering alcoholics, that how refreshing it is to be around them. Uh, they provide this environment, this atmosphere that is conducive for me to be the best version of myself. And, and so we want to have that same conducive environment to help those who fail us. So what is that environment? I think there are three basic elements to it. And I know it's hard to remember lists, but, uh, so I'll just throw this out there. I think the first thing is that when we communicate to them, when we interact with those who fail us, who don't live up to a certain standard of charity, we communicate that they are not reduced to their sin. They are not their sin. They are not equal to their sin. They are much greater and more beautiful. They are sons and daughters of God who happen to sin from time to time. The second thing is this, that we are always connected to them. Because of Jesus who is in us and we're part of the body of Christ, if we reject the unity that we have with other people, we are rejecting Jesus. We want to write people off very quickly, but Jesus is saying, no, you are so connected and united, you are one. They are not alone in their failing. And then the last part is that God has a particular dream for each one of us. So I was reflecting on the last 15 years of my life. So in college, I, I mentioned that I had this conversion, and, and I was pretty kind of cold-hearted, strict justice. I didn't have much room for mercy and compassion on people. But the Lord began to work in my life, and slowly he was helping me to know how to extend mercy to other people. But I remember the shift that took place in me that I was going from this bad way of responding to people who have offended me and hurt me to a better place. And so if in my college years, around this time of my conversion, somebody hurt me, what would end up happening is I would immediately assign evil motives and intentions upon the person who hurt me. I would then go to my friends and then describe how horrible this person is. And then if I had to somehow interact with them, I'd go down my list of all the things they've done wrong. And if they didn't recognize all the things that I recognized, then I would not be reconciled with them. I'm the winner they're the loser. That's how it often played out, at least in my mind and in my heart, and uh, this is not what we want. Slowly, I began to shift into trying to, instead of manipulating people to do what they, I want them to do in order to show their sorrow for what they've done, instead, I came to the table with something I could bring them so that they can grow and rise up to the occasion of their own particular greatness that God has in store for them. And so, the more and more, as time went on, I would begin to deal with people in this way. Let's say a person named Tim somehow hurt me. Let's say they're a friend. I'd go up to Tim and I'd say, Tim, you know, uh, you're an amazing friend. I love you. I'm very thankful you're in my life. And there is a dream that God has for you that only you can walk out. Now, I just want you to know that uh, last week something happened and I just can't make sense of it. I, I felt very hurt. Can you kind of help me understand what took place? And, you know, Tim, likely a good friend, would probably respond by saying, you know what? I had a bad day, and it was a moment of weakness. It slipped out of my mouth. I, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. Could you, can you forgive me? Boom. You're forgiven. Let's just go forward. And maybe it's a person that you don't know very well, but we're still connected with them. And they may say, you know, roll their eyes and give a terse statement, but to that, because we are always connected to people. If we reject the unity of our connection with the person, then we're rejecting Jesus. So... I might respond by saying, you know what, if things change, I want you to know that I'm still here and I want us to grow in our friendship. And, and in fact, there have been times uh, in my priesthood where people got upset with me and then I would try to invite a person back to friendship 
They wouldn't respond, so I'd make another invitation. They wouldn't respond, so I'd make another invitation. What can you do? But I did my part, which is to invite a person back in. So the point of this homily is for us to reflect on the ways that we respond to people who don't live out the charity of love that break relationship with us, and that it's not a matter of what they bring to the table, it's a matter of what we as Christians draw out of them so as to bring them and restore them to their greatness. Uh, We want to do those three things, communicate, convey in some way that they are not equal to their sin. They're not alone in the mistake, and then finally that God has a plan for them, and maybe that, that failing was in our own hearts, because a lot of times we, we're dialoguing with ourselves, we're talking to ourselves throughout the day, we're reviewing how we interacted with our kids in the morning, or how we interacted with our wife right after work, or whatever the case may be, and, and so we find that we've somehow failed in a certain way. We want to say to ourselves, I am not my failing. I'm a son, I'm a daughter of God, and I made this mistake, but I am not my failing. Secondly, I'm not alone. I have the angels and saints who love me, are with me. I have the Lord. I have my friends. And then finally, God is doing amazing things in me. He has a dream for me. I'm living it out, and sometimes I don't allow him to to let that dream unfold, but I'm going to let him. God has a dream for me. In fact, I think it's so important for us to to say this to ourselves. It's good for us to, to vocalize it, to say it. So how about you just repeat after me these three statements? Sound like a deal? Okay. I am not my failing. I am not my failing. I am not alone. God has a dream for me. Amen? Amen.